tonight on the Big Footy Blues podcast, we have our first ever guest when Justin Battler joins us to review the Port Adelaide game and preview the Brisbane game. Plus, we have questions for Doc. All this and more coming right up. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the ninth episode of the Big Footy Blues podcast. I am, of course, the Wookiee. With me, as always, are my compatriots, the old Dark Navies. Great to be back again. Devoid of caring. Howdy, people. And joining us for the first time on the Big Footy Blues podcast is Justin Battler. Woo! What an honour. Let's get naked. Wait. You think it's an honour now, but uh, give it half an hour or so, and we'll see where you're at. The greatest waste of time you would have ever experienced. Okay, straight into it tonight, guys. Uh, we're coming off a win, uh, which is a good feeling to have. Uh, we beat Port Adelaide. Um, what were your favourite moments of the weekend? Just a battle. What were your favourite moments from the weekend? <laughs> yeah, well, we, we got the four points, which is good. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've got one, a lateral one, I suppose. I've watched the game a couple of times now. And um, I was so impressed with this particular hard tackle that White, uh, White did in that last quarter when Port had already scored two or three quick ones. There was a real, it was about 10 metres out right in front of goal and he just tackled the guy beautifully. It caused a spill and I think we ran down the other end to fill the ball and um, kicked the goal. So that was my highlight. Yeah, things, things that usually go unnoticed. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I actually like looking for those little things as much as you can when you're on TV. If you're at the ground, it's easier because it's in front of you, but then you're limited to your point of view. But those little little big things, I get a big kick out of that. Excellent. ODM, what, what was yours? Um, look, it, it's probably fairly obvious, but uh, because we because Betts and Yaron were out, um, Wondering how how Garlett was going to go, being the only small forward and getting the extra attention, uh, he went really well and he got he got his four goals. But I, I was particularly pleased to see Murphy forward a lot and providing that other small forward option and uh, and kicking some goals and uh, leading from the front. So um, you know, and uh, in particular, he uh, he kicked a ripper from the boundary. Uh, uh, Eddie had been training him during the week by the looks of it, but uh, and that was a that was um, something to see. Mm. Excellent. And devoid of caring, you got one? I didn't actually get to watch it, so <laughs> I didn't have anything. I got, I don't know, like I listened to it on the radio, but I don't remember jack shit of that game. Yet again, I don't know why. Yet again, you failed to deliver at crucial moments. Yeah, well, hey, that's me. I'm all about low expectations. Well, I'll, I'll raise the roof a little bit. My favourite uh, moments for the weekend were uh, reading the reports of Hampson kicking 68, well, uh, having 68 hitouts in the uh, VFL. 68 poor hitouts, according to reports. And, uh, <laughs> they're all useless. Just absolutely he, uh, fascinated. He got, those, he got those 68 hitouts against a, a AFL-listed player. Yeah, I just... Uh, but it was my hitout for the week. For a guy to be dumped... Um, you know, and universally like booed around the ground when he got a uh, when he took a mark or when he dropped a mark or whatever he did in the last couple of weeks, and for him to go back into the VFL and just absolutely dominate against a 200 centimetre ruckman, uh, you know, the guy wasn't a midget, he wasn't a part-time ruckman, 
and 68 hitouts was a good effort, in my opinion. It's been absolutely fascinating watching uh, that thread develop since uh, Sunday. Oh, anyway, look, I mean, we'll get on to that later. We will. On to, on to the game uh, against Port Adelaide. Carlton, of course, won 16-13, uh, 109, defeating Port Adelaide 14-7-91. Um, I think it was good to get the four points on the board. It's our first win this season against the team in the top eight, if you're wondering. Hmm. Um how how did we see the game overall, Odian? Look, it was uh, we were in control uh, all the way, uh, despite the scoreline and despite having a few nervous flutters when they came back at us late. Um, we 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 beat them in all the uh, all the relevant categories, and it was more our lack of our lack of intensity, uh, us being a little bit fumbly. Um, the amount of times that we had sort of lose the handle on the ball and Port would run it run it up the other end for a goal. Um, one in particular where we had uh, two players crashing into each other right. and they're just a little bit, you know, not too long later. Uh, I think one of the Simpson might have been involved in both, but uh, we had two players stand there and look at each other to, uh, because, possibly to avoid the, the collision that occurred previously and Port ran it in for a goal. So we just had a lot of those little things happen that kept Port in the game. Um, you know, and, uh, and they, they had a few free kicks in front of goal too, but we, we really did control it and should have won by more. And how did you see it, uh, Justin Butler? I, I agree with ODN. I think, I think that we were in control for the whole game. Um, and, you know, we got some outs. We got some, um, got some big outs was, of that. Yeah, we got some big outs. And, um, like, and some of the outs are the cleaner ball handlers under pressure. Like Gibbs and Yaron, but um, so I agree with everything ODN said. The I was very pleased to see Cruiser actually taking some very clean marks, and actually a couple of contested marks um, when it mattered. One in particular in the last quarter. Um, I'm not convinced that he's anything but a part, any capable of being anything but a part-time forward. So I'm. I suppose I'm fascinated by this discussion on, on Hampson and Warnock and Cruiser that's going on. Um, what else? I think Kerno really impressed me in that game. He shut... Um, what's their captain's name? Boke. Boke, yeah. He shut him out of the game pretty well for most of the game. Um, but it was scrappy. You know, it was... I'd say three quarters of football was very low-grade, scrappy arm-wrestling stuff. Well, I... I think we were a lot. We could have won by a lot more than we did. Yeah. I think we were lucky to get that first three goals up, like at the very start, and that that was the margin we ended up winning by at the end. Um, Statistically correct, but you know, I heard the TV guys say that, and I just thought to myself, you can't really make that argument because, you know, if it was closer, maybe the intensity level from Carlton would have gone up a lot more. I still think we've got this. Oh, we've done enough, so let's just put the queue in the rack mentality going on. Mm. Definitely. I think as well, uh, I, I mean, if you listen to the commentary, the commentators were consistently going on about Port being, you know, comeback specialists the whole game. Oh, it doesn't matter, Port are behind. They're the comeback specialists. Yeah. And I don't really get that because that's kind of our thing as well, if you've ever seen anything that we've played in the last 10 years. Very true. Um, we're either ahead and we coast to the end of it or yeah. we uh, we start off really slowly and we did that for years. It used to frustrate the bejesus out and we would start really slowly 
and then come home strong at the, st at the end of quarters and at the end of games. And so I, I think we did well to uh, come away with a good win. Um, and it was 18 points, so you, you can't really argue with that. Only, sorry. There was, only, there was only two poor players I was concerned about the whole day. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's a fairly good indication of our dominance, in my opinion. And I was worried about Wingard. I thought he was a, he, he was a gun. Yeah, um, and he was he th he really threatened us and challenged us, and uh, I got a little bit worried about Redden when he went forward later in the game. Um, took a couple of contested grabs, but uh, apart from that, I wasn't concerned about any of those four clients on the weekend. I think Murphy had a great return to form, like really good form. Like he's been slowly building it up, but he just really came out of the blocks on uh, on the weekend, and I thought that was a tremendous effort from him as well. Uh, and he's got more goals. He's got he's got cop more flack over that game again. You know that that, that whole incident with um, with Hartlett. Yeah. You know, and uh, and out of that Hartlett gets off, so Murphy must be staging again. And you know it's uh, it's 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 a bit it's a bit harsh. I mean he is he is copping a bit of contact. He does get a bit of attention for a guy that doesn't doesn't dish out the physical stuff himself. They tend to uh, they tend to look for him and try to put him off his game a bit. So. You know it, it, there is contact there, whether it's enough for a go to ground or whether he's just trying to think, well, hey, if you're going to do it, I'm going to give, I'm going to draw attention to it, and then maybe the you'll stop. Style. Yeah, exactly. Bring on the yeah. duckwood. What, what do you guys <laughs> reckon? Do you think players should do that or not? Draw attention to it? No, no. I mean, he's going to cop a tag every time he plays a champion, but I, I don't. I'm not a big fan of this um, staging stuff. So you reckon he should tough it out? I, I reckon he. I, I reckon he's one. He should not not try and play for free. Mm -hmm. um, and two, there should be someone, some another Carlton player, always looking out for him and coming in and doing a hip and shoulder if something like that happens. I think it's got to be hard though. I mean, even as captain of the club, when you're looking at what other captains of the clubs are doing around the league, for you, for you not to um, for you, for you not to sit back and go, well, everyone else is doing it and they're leaders as well, so why am I copping flag? I mean, um, I don't know if you saw the footage of Adam Selwood on the weekend, um, uh, and there's a ridiculous <coughs> one where he is clearly and, like, visibly trying to pull a free, and yeah. I think it was the North, the North guy's just not having a bar of it. Like, he's not even tackling him, and the guy's still diving into his, like, midriff. Like, it's like... That, it, it must be hard for Murphy to look back and go, well, why am I diving? And none of these guys are copping flack for, you know, clearly staging. So... Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't want to... Sorry, keep going. I was just going to say, he's pro probably a new captain, you see. Yeah. They're trying uh, yeah. to make some controversy out of Murphy being appointed captain anyway, and all these rumours about boardroom split and... Malthouse going for Carazzo and the board saying no Murphy and it's all about marketing. It's, you know. I can't see a real difference in marketing between having Carazzo or Murphy, to be honest, but, you know. What's, what's, what's done is done on that. We'll move, uh, we'll, we'll move along to the next uh, to the next segment, guys. Uh, we'll be discussing the upcoming match this weekend between Carlton and the Brisbane Lions at the Gabba. Uh, this game will take place on Saturday night and should be seen pretty much on televisions across the country, live on Channel 7. Mm. Doc will be watching. So, uh, hopefully Doc will actually watch this game. Um, I will be. <laughs> very upset about this. Very upset? Head to yeah, head. I've got to get on mate's uh, 50th. Are, are you going to this one, uh, 
No, no, I've got to get our mates. I'm going. We've got to get our mates' fiftieth birthday bloody fancy restaurant, and I'm gonna. I oh. can't. I hate missing out on games. And what about you, ODN? You're up that way. You, I, you do you know what? It's probably the first time. In, well, first time since Carlton started coming to Brisbane that I'm going to miss a game. Oh. You, you all disgust me. Uh, <laughs> Coming from the bloke who lives in Adelaide. <laughs> yeah. I've seen Carlton maybe five times in my life. Um, all right. Head-to-head on this. We've played 25 games since they became the Lions. We've won 13 and lost 12. Um, so that's pretty much the win-loss ratio. I'm not going to go back to when they were uh, the Bears and Fitzroy and God knows what else. Mm. Uh, but uh, we had a winning ratio of 120 to 72 over Fitzroy, so <laughs> that's not a bad historical effort. Last time we played, Carlton uh, 17 11, 113, defeated Brisbane 10 17 77 at Etihad. And last time we played at the Gabba, we, all, uh, we beat them as well by nearly 100 points, so in round two last year. How are we seeing the game this weekend? Uh, for me, for me, I guess it's the Cruiser and uh, Lunenberger battle, or the Warnock and Lunenberger battle. I think Lunenberger is going to tear him up around the ground. But uh, how about you guys? Um, I think, um, look, people will look at Brisbane beating Essendon last week, <clears throat> and uh, they're very meritorious, and I enjoyed it greatly. But uh, Brisbane was smashed in the contested possessions, clearances inside 50s. Um, and, and really, they just they, they out tackled Essendon, and, and that's what kept them in. Um, they, were, they, were, they were monsters. Um, I think uh, Red and Twelve tackles, Golby Ten tackles. But we had we've got our own uh, our own trio of tackle monsters from the weekend: Kasia, Bell, Kerno. Uh, they got twenty four tackles between them. So um, you know we're we're pretty adept at playing that sort of um, that sort of uh, applying pressure and, uh, and and creating turnovers as well. So I'm not really too worried about uh, the rest of the lines. You know, Merrick's out. Uh, Clark, is it? I think he's out. Just suspended. Um, Rich is out. Sorry. Rich is out. Rich is out. Yeah, he's been he's been out for a couple of weeks, I think. But uh, he's he uh, he's out. So it's another one missing. Black's come back and um, had some good early touch, but I don't know about his ability to run out games at the moment. And he only played half a game last week, so yeah, yeah, he was don't think he'd yeah. be um, playing that, playing any much more than that this week. Yeah. I wouldn't think. So you know, a Brown Brown came back to form. Um, he uh, fifteen disposals, uh, eleven marks. And he does trouble us, Brown. He does a little bit, but you know, um, you know, we've got a pretty a couple decent key defenders down there that can that can switch around if we're having any problems in that regard. Not according yeah. to them, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Henderson's nothing. Yeah, well, that's just uh, that's just a little bit of jealousy, I think, isn't it? Uh, I think so. I think why and uh, Zorko's not, uh, doing pretty well for them. But apart from that, oh, I look. I mean, especially if we're going to get any one of Gibbs and Carazzo back, just to strengthen our midfield, um, I think we've got the uh, we've got the work ethic, and we're going to and we've got a bit of we've got a bit of class in there. How, how are you seeing it, uh, Justin I still have nightmares over that semi we lost against them. Yes. Like that to me, but like that was a cruel blow that game. And um, so I always feel nervous about playing Brisbane. Doesn't matter where they are on the ladder. Um, for some reason, they've 
historically matched up very well against us. And they're one of those sides that just love putting it on physically. They just love that. I mean, that's Vossi and Brownie style of play, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you've got to be honest. And so I reckon over the last few years we've earned a reputation of being a bit soft. So I wouldn't be surprised to see them come out gun, all guns blazing. Um, and that might sort of stand, stand them in good stead for the first quarter or so. But I think we've got them covered pretty much everywhere, especially with, you know, they've got some big outs. So I kind of think that we're going to win the game, but I think it could be quite an arm wrestle. Look, it's a, it's a da- every game from now on is a danger game because you just don't know what team's going to turn up on the day. If the team that yeah. turns up to play, like we played against St Kilda, and this is a frustration we've had for years, yeah. uh, you just don't know who's going to turn up. Is it the team that you know beat Essendon by you know 10 goals or is it the team that lost to Gold Coast the next week? Is it yeah. the team that, you know won three straight or is it the team that fronted up against St Kilda and just you've got to have yeah. faith though that Mick's getting a lot of that out of their system somewhat sure look St Kilda was shocking and I'm not going to go back to that but you got to think from here on you know, we're going to keep getting stronger and not having these lapses all the time in the way we play what are our predictions oh. for the weekend <laughs> uh, ODN how much do you think we're going to lose by Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we're gonna we're gonna win by about six goals. Yeah, Ooh. six goals, big prediction. And what about you, uh, Jab? I'm at the Gabba. Yeah, I reckon I reckon we're gonna win. I reckon there's three goals in it. Three goals, eh? Doc. Yeah. I reckon we're gonna lose by minus fifty. Oh, fifty point winner. Eh? Well, I'm going to go yeah, out and live. I'm, I'm looking for. I'm going to say eighty point victory here. Eighty. I'm loving it. I, I'm saying. Do, do, do I got to go higher? Last time we went to the Gabba, we beat them by ninety-one points. So <laughs> I'm I'm predicting that uh, I'm predicting a big win this weekend. I think uh, we're starting to get the processes in play, and for whatever I think about Warnock, he is giving us first use. He's not doing anything else, but he's giving us first use. <laughs> And uh, I think our players are going to take huge advantage of that. I think um, we have to watch these things where they put the Ruckman into the back half. Or yeah. they put a tall player. I mean, Westhoff nearly did it for uh, Port on the weekend. And the week before that, McAvoy, or Big Boy McAvoy, as he's commonly known, mm. was, was absolutely, well, we... absolutely flogged us for St Kilda. And if Lunenberger does that, Lunenberger will kill us in the back half. He's a very talented player. Taken well, in the same draft as Cruiser and probably has done just as much as him in the time. But it's time for the segment that everyone waits up for, and uh, that is Ask Doc. Now, I said to I said just, to, just to Battler earlier in the week, I said, Jab, mate, uh, uh, we like to ask Doc questions. <laughs> and I said to him, mate, come up with a good question and you can ask him because you're a guest. Guests get the right to ask questions on this program. So, Jab, did you come up with a question for Doc? Well... I have. Don't let me down. Okay. <laughs> so, Doc, this is a very technical question. All right. And uh, I know you're just the man for it, right? Maybe. Let's see how okay, we listen. It's always troubled me, this. What do you reckon the average number of football boots the average Carlton player goes through is each year? Each year? Yeah. Well, it depends who we're talking about. Are we talking about, like, 
Jeff Garlett, or are we talking about someone like, let's say, let's say Hampson? Well, well you've got to draw an average line through and pretend they're all. Because uh, you got to right. assume here that oh, you you were talking about the whole team itself. Am I getting an average for the team? Yeah. I'll answer this question for you. <laughs> I've got some ideas. You'll answer it, will you? I'll, I'll answer it if he can't, because he's too busy You'll laughing. answer it. I'll All tell right. you right go, now. Go right I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I reckon Jeff Garlett, Jeff Garlett would go through a pair of boots every week. They come out a different colour with different stripes and Aboriginal paintings right. and artwork on them. It's true. And it's then true. Robbie Warnock, on the other hand, he would go through a pair of boots a year. You know why? Because he doesn't run anywhere. He doesn't he, run. He doesn't have to use them. He just puts on a pair of surfboards or whatever he uses for feet. <laughs> and that's it for the year. That's it. Done. He's, he couldn't get a boot sponsor if his life depended on it. Well answered. <laughs> Supplementary question. All right. Final question. You're in the wrong sport. Final question. This one came in PM. As All always, right. anonymously uh, 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 submitted. In 1924, prisoner 2599 in the Pennsylvania State Prison was unusual because of what crime? Repeat that again. In 1924, prisoner 2599 in the Pennsylvania State Prison was unusual for what crime? Who the fudge is prisoner 2199? 2599. No wonder you don't get this answer. Whoever it is, I don't know. I wasn't even born then. I'll tell you. It was can, I, can, I, can I have a guess? Yes. Was it overstating taps to advantage? <laughs> <laughs> no, hang on. We, uh, we're doing this again, aren't we? Keep going. Sorry, guys. In, in this particular case, it was because it was, a, it was actually a dog who killed a cat. I need a, I need a drink. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I was joking, but no. What, was that Tony Liberatore? <laughs> oh, that's good to get a move on. Time running out. Time for board talk with ODN. Yeah, look, I've got, I got, I got nothing to tell you, except... Probably <laughs> uh, the most popular thread this week on the boards is one called um, 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 Hampson. Hampson. <laughs> uh, about 10,000 views last time I looked, and um, you know, it's probably approaching about 5,000 posts in there. And uh, uh, it's one where we've got people that normally agree with each other on just about everything uh, at loggerheads and um, sort of um, yeah it's really split the board in a lot of ways and uh, started off uh, very anti-Hampson and now the, uh, the the pro-Hampson people have come back and um, taken plenty of ground back and um, it's uh, it's pretty exciting oh, I've spent a great deal of time in there having some serious discussions and then uh, except when people like uh, Devoid of Liver come in and post baby pictures, a uh, Bambi pictures, and uh, totally take away my focus. Do <laughs> you like that? It's pretty funny. <laughs> just a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, from my point of view, I just want to prove that no position is untenable. Um, and um, next week I start my campaign to have uh, Kane Ackland reinstated. <laughs> All right. Thank you, very, thank you very much for coming on, Just a Battler. You've been most welcome tonight. You'll be welcome back any time. Pleasure, guys. Yeah, good to have De you, mate. Devoid of caring, good. thank you once again for putting up good. with our tomfoolery. Good luck on the weekend. <laughs> and, <laughs> and ODN, thank you again for coming on board. 
Yeah, no, I'll say I'll say goodbye. Did the doctors ignore you again? Yeah, I ignored him. I, I don't pay attention to him. <laughs> Devoid of liver. And uh, I'll say goodnight as well. Thank you very much, guys. We'll see you on the forums and good luck this week. No. See ya. Okay.